We have been talking about, well, last week we talked about building on the bedrock, building on the firm foundation, building on the word, living our life with Jesus at our foundation, building on him and his word. You know, we talked about out of Matthew 7 last week, how it said, you know, there's two types of houses or two types of builders. There's the wise builder who builds his house on the bedrock. Then there's the foolish builder who builds his house on the sand. And what we kind of gather from that is what Jesus is trying to convey here is he's trying to say, yo, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, we've talked about this many a time before, but John 14, 6 says that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so what he's trying to convey here is, is that if you pay attention to my word, if you, if you actually listen to my teachings and not just listen, well, sorry, not just hear like Noah talked about, but listen and apply them to your life and start to build your life upon the teachings of Jesus, it's as if you are building your house, your proverbial house on the bedrock or the foundation of God versus building your life on any other source that's outside of God. What he's trying to say here is that the, the firmest foundation, the best way for you to build your life is to build it on me. Jesus, God, not me as in Cody, but Jesus as in God, build your life upon him. Amen? That's the best life. That's the good life. What's my favorite verse, John 10, 10? I've come to give you a life that's abundant. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I, Jesus, have come to give you a life that's abundant and to the full. It's a great life. It's a good life. But what we're trying to talk about here, we're trying to get you to recognize here is just because you've been promised this abundant life doesn't mean you're not gonna go through some stuff. You guys been through some stuff before? You guys been through some irritable people in your life? You guys had some arguments with your parental figures in your life? You guys had some problems with some teachers in your life? You have having some problems with your own self-thought in your life? Been having some issues with just this, that, and the other? Have you guys been having issues in your life? Anybody else? Just me in the room? You're a bunch of liars if you're not raising your hand right now. What Jesus is trying to say is, I promise you a storm is coming. Doesn't that sound depressing? That's a little bit depressing. The storm is here. We're literally in the storm right now. The storm is all around us. He said these things are going to happen. You're going to go through some stuff in this life. You're going to have situations. You're going to have trials. You're going to have circumstances. You're going to have issues. But if you build your life upon Jesus, he will see you through it all. Psalms 23.4 says that, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. Jesus is a good God. He's a great God. And he says, if you build your life upon me, I will see you through any storm in your life. I'll see you through all circumstances. I'll see you through all situations as long as you build upon him and nothing else. Amen. All right. So that's what we're we'll talking about tonight. We're we'll gonna be talking about what are we leaning on? Over here in the book of Luke chapter six, starting in verse 46 out of the ESV, it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord? and not do what I tell you. Now, this is a parallel version of Matthew 7 that we talked about last week, but it says, everyone who comes to me and hears my words and does them, I will show you what he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when a flood arose, the streams broke against that house, but it could not shake it because it had been well built. 
But the one who hears and does not do them is like a man who built his house on the ground without a foundation. And when the stream broke against it, immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. So here, once again, you can kind of see here, he's saying that there's going to be things that come against you. There's going to be things that are going to happen to us as believers. But if we decide in our heart and we decide in our mind to base our life and to build our life around the one that is the way, the truth, and the life, then we're not going to have to worry about being overcome by the storm. I'm looking at a bunch of overcomers in this room tonight. Amen? Say, I'm building on the rock. Say, I'm building on the rock. Say, I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. You guys are really quiet about that one. Are we sure we don't have any fools in this house? Yeah? Say, I'm not a fool. Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. This verse is really key here because it says, With all of your heart. Be not divided in your loyalty to God. Put your entire trust into him and what he says in his word and what he says about you in his word. And do not lean on your own understanding because your own understanding is gonna get you into some sandy situations, to some foundations that are not stable, that are not secure. If we lean into our own intellect and our own ways of doing things, it's only gonna get us so far. If we read further on in this verse, it says that if you put your trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding, he will then make your path straight. If Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, like he he claims that he is, then that means that my ways are not going to lead me to the real truth. And if I don't have the real truth, then I might not really experience what I would consider life, or at least a life worth living. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that I have plans for you, says the Lord, a plan to, to prosper you, to give you a hope, to give you a future and to give you an end. I, I don't want to follow after my understanding because I don't know how to get to my end. I don't know how to get to my hope. I don't know how to get to my destination. I didn't make this plan. It's not my plan. It's not my house to build, if you will. It's God's house. I just get to live in it. We have to make that adjustment in our mind that we're not willing to build off of this up here, but we have to live out of this in here. We've got to live a life that's led by his spirit rather than our own flesh and our own thoughts and our own desires. You know, I was thinking about this, this word here. Uh, you know, when you, when you look at that where it says, do not lean on your own understanding. And I went back and I looked at that word lean, and I don't really remember if it's out of the Greek or if it's out of the Hebrew, you know, because those of you that don't know, the Bible was like, you know, translated by like three or four different languages. It's like Aramaic, Hebrew, Greek, and there's like another, another thing in there too. So it's got a little bit weird. But anyway, I, I look back at this word lean here, and what that word lean literally means is to support I can't support myself. I shouldn't be supporting myself. God is far bigger and far greater than I could ever imagine. So who am I? Who am I to say what is the right way? Who am I to say what is going to lead to the ultimate happiness for my life? Who am I? 
but just a man. But I'm a man that's been in contact with the truth. A man that's been in contact with the way and the life. And we get that opportunity, you know, many times in the week. And I hope that you have the opportunity to meet with God outside of these four walls in your own personal time, because that's when it really starts to happen in your life. You know, Philippians 4 talks about, put these things into practice that I've spoken over you, that I've talked to you about, the things that you've learned from me. Like it talks about in Philippians, you know, we have to take these things that he's teaching us and put them into practice. How many of you guys play sports in this room? Anyone got any sports people? Anyone run track? Anyone play basketball? Anyone play football? Anyone do soccer or this, that? You got sports people. What makes you a better player? I didn't hear you. What makes you a good player? So that in a natural sense would lead me to believe that if I put the teachings of Jesus into practice, that would make me a little bit better a little bit better at living this life for God, a little bit better at weathering the storm, if you will, a little bit better at getting through this life rather than being overcome by this life. Because if we don't put the teachings of Jesus into practice, if we don't follow after his ways, if we don't follow after this word, then I can tell you this, it's gonna feel like the storms are gonna overtake you. It's gonna get tiring. It's gonna get hard because we're doing it out of our own strength and you were never built or graced to do such a thing. This is not my notes at all. I didn't realize I was gonna go here, but Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 through 30, it talks about, come to me, all of you that are heavy laden. Come to me, all of you that have burdens over your life. Come to me, you will see that I am gentle and I am kind and I'm easy to please. I'm paraphrasing the mess out of this verse right now, but essentially that's what he says. He says, if you come to me with these things, if you put your life into my hand, you will understand that I have a yoke for you. And you guys are like, what the crap is a yoke? I'm about to tell you. A yoke was used on huge working animals back in the day and even still so much so today. But this yoke, what it would do is they would put it over the shoulders of usually two oxen or two horse and they would basically work together to pull a plow or some type of equipment to work the field. That's what a yoke is. And so what Jesus is saying is I have a yoke that's made specifically for you. I have a calling for your life. I have a plan for your life that's been catered and made to you, but you have to go to him to see and learn, understand his ways. So that when you put on this yoke and you you assume this life that he's given you, you're able to be stable and secure. Amen? Amen. So I had a, a quick little announcement. Who feels like they can build like, you know, just a decent Jenga tower? I just need, like, come on, Lila, come up here. What I need you to do is take these blocks right here. You can, that doesn't really matter to me. Just maybe do like three, do three right there. And then what I want you to do is make just like a decent tower out of that, that Jenga set right there, off of this, off of this. You can leave that one there, that's fine, that's fine. Figuring it out as we go. So just make a, a little, little tower for me. Watch Lila as she builds this tower. Don't mess it up. Everyone's watching. Careful. <laughs> all right, so you can see she's building a little tower here. You know, it's, it's an all right tower. That's probably 
that's probably good. You know, that looks like a good tower right there. It's great, it's cute, it's awesome. And as you can see, this, this is a, a decent foundation to put a Jenga set on, you know. For the sake of the, the illustration, it's not perfect, so humor me a little bit, okay? So this is a decent little foundation here. Now if you could do me a favor, I want you to build a similar tower on this ball. I want you to try to build a similar tower on that ball. What was that? Was that a chair? That was wild. I like how you're being a lot more careful with this one. The confidence is not quite the same. I expect too much of you. You're doing great. You're doing awesome. I'm actually surprised you got three blocks on there before it did that. So keep trying. Keep working it. So as you can see, this is probably not the best surface to build a Jenga tower on. And, you know... (laughs) She's really, she's really working it here. She's really trying. She's really going for it. She's even trying to make it work, which is actually beautiful for my illustration because oftentimes we try to base our life around things. We try to build our life on some stuff that isn't quite worth it or even quite good enough, but we do whatever we can to try to make it work. But sometimes, you know, if there's just like a little thing that comes our way just makes it a little bit more difficult because this foundation is not good and it's frustrating. And what's crazy is that if she really tries, she can hold this still and she could try her best to take a hold of it in her own strength and make this foundation work for herself. But as soon as she lets go of it, as soon as she stops putting her attention on it, it is susceptible to the elements all around. Right now, it's somewhat safe because she's holding it, but now she's let her hand off of it. And if I touch it, her beautiful tower tends to fall. But if I I touch this foundation, I'm bumping this foundation and it's not really... It's not really falling. I mean, it's, you know, it's going through some stuff. It's clear that the storm is happening to this one too, but it is a far different reaction than the one that built on a not so sturdy foundation. Thank you so much, Lila. You did great. You did wonderful. That's beautiful. You did amazing. I love you. Everyone give her a round of applause. Give her a round of applause. <laughs> wonderful. So good. So great. I'm so glad. So I, I showed you that because it, that's, that's something that I feel like we tend to do, what we can do in our own mind, in our own strength. We try to build our life on things that we think might be good for us, that we think might be right, that we think might even be the truth. And I'm not saying that there aren't outside sources outside of the word of God or even Jesus that that you can't glean wisdom from. There's a lot of knowledge out there. There's a lot of wisdom out there. I'm not saying that at all. You can learn things and that's great, but we shouldn't be basing our life around anything. We shouldn't be building our life on anything, leaning into anything, supporting ourselves on anything other than the word of God. Because my understanding, the way I think I should build my life, changes all the time. I can't lean on my own understanding because tomorrow I might have a new understanding. I might have new information. I might have new revelation. So my understanding might change. And what will that do to my life? If I, if I built my life around a goal, a, 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 I said a goal, a boy or a girl, a goal. If I built my life around a boy or a girl or a relationship, if that relationship were to go away, my life 
what is my life if it's not built on, on Jesus? It, it's, it's nothing. It's fleeting. It's always susceptible because it's not sustainable. You know, we cling to substances to numb the pain. We cling to, to TikTok to distract us. We cling to, to our friends to teach us how to live life. Or we look to, you know, I don't know, I'm not trying to bash school because school is great and school is necessary. But we think if we just follow this path and we follow this, 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 this predetermined course that you know, the society says we're supposed to do, then our life's going to be amazing and our life's going to be great. But that's not always the case. Information changes every single day, but what doesn't change is Jesus. It says that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that his word will never pass away. The heavens will pass away. The earth will pass away, but his word will remain. Your understanding might pass away, but Jesus' word will always remain. And if we build our life upon this, if we build our life upon the teachings of Jesus and his revelation, it will lead us into a life that's worth living. You know, we're called to be representatives of Jesus Christ. We're called to be ambassadors. And Colossians 3 says it's time to put to death anything earthly within us. So if we're building our life on anything that's earthly, we gotta let that go. We gotta rebuild our foundation. We got to analyze ourselves and say, yo, what have I been building on? Why am I building on this? This isn't even the right piece. It doesn't even fit. I'm trying to make it work. Have you guys ever had like a Lego set that you lost a piece? You're like, I've got to make it fit. I'm going to find another piece in its place. And that black uh, Batman Lego set now has a bright blue cape. And you're just like, that's wrong. Batman's not supposed to have a blue cape. Is he supposed to have a blue cape? He does have a blue cape on the inside. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not, I, obviously not. In my, my, my strong suit here, I should have called down the comic book guy to, to give me a lesson before I talked about this. But anyway, I feel like you guys get the point. We shouldn't be building our lives on things that we're not supposed to build our lives on. And what's great, you know, we talk about over here in Romans 8. It's in 8.28. It says, and we know that those that love God, or we know that those who love God, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to his purpose. So don't beat yourself up. Don't, don't, don't discourage yourself in that sense of like, oh man, I've been building my life on the wrong things. Like, oh my gosh, I've really just messed up here. I've been building my life on my own intellect or my own knowledge or my, my friend's knowledge or I've been, I've been really trying to live out of my, my own desires or I've been really living in the moment. I haven't been thinking about my future. I've been thinking about what God has called me to. I haven't really been focusing on him. But what's great and amazing is that Jesus says, or God, or really the Apostle Paul, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, he said that if you turn to him, if you love him, if you truly love God, if your heart is truly oriented towards him, he'll make it all work for your good. He'll help you learn a lesson in this sense and he'll help you apply it to your life so you can use it later down on the road. All we gotta do is just make that decision in our own heart of yes, I do want a great life. Yes, I do want this amazing life, but I've got to do it the God way. I've got to do it through the Jesus way. Amen? Matthew 6, says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all the things will be added unto you. I know that there's things that you desire for your life and things that you see for yourself. Maybe you have dreams, maybe you have hopes, maybe you have aspirations. And those are great. That's amazing. 
And God wants you to have those things. But, but it needs to fall in line with what he's called you to. We can't get it out of balance. We can't, we can't base our life around a dream or a desire. We can't, we, can't, we can't base our life on something that isn't firmly rooted in God. Now, it's different if you hear from God and he says, hey, I've called you into this and you, you pursue that with all that you are. That's great and that's amazing. But your life is not built on the call. Your life is built on him. Because there's gonna be times where your call might change or your call might alter, but Jesus, he never changes. And he's still with you through it all. So we have to build our life on him. Amen? Romans 12, 1. I still have this ball here. just felt comfortable, so here it is. Uh, Romans 12, 1, it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what the will of God is, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. We have to understand that we cannot be conformed by the world, but we have to be transformed by the word. We got to decide that this foundation that maybe we've been building ourselves upon, maybe we've been conforming a little bit. Maybe we've been making some compromises in, in our own heart. You know, maybe we've been acting a way that's not very godly because we've been living out of this. We've been living out of our own desires, out of our own wants, out of our own feelings, out of our own moments, when really we should be living out of here. So I, I challenge you guys this, this week, these, these couple of days as we move forward, uh, you know, I know this might feel a little bit like recap for some of you, but I really believe it's important that God really wants this to, to resonate with you, that it is very vital what you're building your life on. Because storms are coming, guys. I mean, I don't mean to be bleak, but, it, but it's gonna happen. You live in this world, and, and we may be saved, but the world is not saved. So the world is gonna go through some stuff, and as a people that live in this world, unfortunately, sometimes we experience some of that. Or we at least get to witness it, and, and maybe we might even be affected by it to some degree. But what's amazing is Isaiah 54 says that no weapon formed against you will prosper. This is the heritage of those that serve the Lord. So those that not only hear the word, but those that listen and follow through with the word, that put the earthly things to death, that, that live out of the spirit man rather than the flesh man, those that, that follow after Jesus' ways versus their own ways. Those are the ones that serve God. Those are the ones that love God with all their heart. They allow God to love them back and then they take that word and they reflect that, sorry, they take that love and then they reflect that love into this world. That's what it means to serve God. Love him. Be loved by him. And in that being loved by him, you're allowing him to transform your life. And then you take that transformated life and you go into this world and you reflect it out into them. And so that way they too can see how good God is, 
how he's protected you, how he's kept you stable when you should have been taken out, how he's protected you when this person and that person have fallen on hard times. Somehow you are still standing, and the reason you're still standing is God and his word. Amen? Put your trust, your whole trust. It says, trust in him with your whole heart. God wants you to be completely, completely committed, completely invested, because that's what a real foundation, a a real strong foundation looks like. A a good foundation is built up of the same material. (laughs) Like this building that we're on right now, concrete through and through from, from this, this wall over here to that one over there. There's not random pockets of rubber. There's not random pockets of, of, of soupy goodness that's just in the middle of the floor out here. No, this, this building is built upon bedrock through and through consistently. And God is saying we need to completely trust him with our whole being. Let him be the full foundation of your life. Amen. I want to pray for you all real fast before we go. Father God, I thank you so much for what you're doing in the lives of those in this room tonight. I thank you as we ministered your word that you're inspiring those to make some difficult choices, to analyze themselves, analyze their life, analyze their situations or whatever it is it's like for them, God. And maybe you begin to reveal to them some areas that maybe We've been putting some bricks down that aren't quite what you deem as the right foundation. Maybe we've been putting a little bit of ourselves into our foundation rather than keeping Jesus in it. Maybe we've been relying on our own mind and our own thoughts rather than the words of Jesus. And so I pray, God, that every single person in this room tonight has the courage and the boldness to recognize, all right, we got to make some changes. Or even if there are those in this room and they're like, hey, man, I'm good. I'm great. I have been building on the rock. I have been building on the word. And God, I pray that you encourage them, keep on going. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Continually put these things into practice. Continue to build. Strengthen that foundation. 